As a driven dentist, you see the world differently. Where some see scarcity, you see abundance. When others want to give up, you keep going. You're building an amazing life of significance. That means you can't rely on ordinary advice from ordinary advisors to get to your goals. You want advice that's going to help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and make your dent in the universe. But the fact is, this advice remains hidden because relatively few professionals are well-versed in them, and the extremely affluent don't care to let you know about them. Join us as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families. Welcome to Dental Wealth Nation. Here's your host, Tim McNeely. Hey, welcome to another edition of Dental Wealth Nation. I am so excited to, to be here with you today. And wow, do we have some great stuff for you today. By the time we finish today, you're going to know the importance of implementing a marketing system and specifically how funnels, we're going to talk about funnels. We're not, not funnel cakes, but marketing funnels can help your dental practice. You're going to have new insights and clarity into how everything online is connected. This is so big, so important for you to understand. But more importantly, you're going to feel excited and empowered about profitably marketing your dental practice. And this is so key. As dentists, you know the importance of bringing patients in the door, of retaining patients. And that's why we've got Austin Pritchett today from Known Dental. He helps dentists just like you generate and retain even more patients. He's been in marketing for over five years. He spent some time in Brazil, and he even tried out for the NFL. Austin, welcome to the show. Happy to be here, Tim. Looking forward to it. Oh man, I, I just, I can't wait to dive in because this is so important, right? Growth is everything. Bringing patients in the door, serving patients, putting them at the center of the experience. It is everything in a dental practice. And so share with us a little bit on how you got started doing this. Yeah. So it was a few years ago. I had just moved to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I had, um, you know, was employed by a marketing company doing sales. Um, kind of outside sales, pick your, pick your, who, who you want to work with. So I kind of picked, um, you know, a couple local businesses that I thought I could really help. One of them being, um, dental dentistry and, you know, started to really understand the processes that went into marketing, um, dental practices. And then, you know, kind of cut to now, uh, my own, my own, uh, dental marketing or marketing company, marketing agency, um, you know, really, really uh, ambitious about scaling our, our dental marketing side of our business. Excellent. And so, right, why is marketing so important, right? What do dentists get wrong? And why, why does this matter so much? Because it, it seems like this is something that's everywhere, but not everyone does it really well. So, so what are the mistakes? How can dentists do this even better? Yeah, I think um, what it comes down to, and, and this is, you know, businesses in general is, you know, implementing a, a marketing system. Um, so, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of businesses in general know they need to be on Facebook. You know, okay, I got to get on Facebook. I got to be on social media. I got to have a social media. Um, but I think that there's, there's a big difference between, you know, being on social media, uh, you know, posting when you can, having you know, one of your front desk people trying to snap pictures here and there um, rather than implementing a marketing system, you know, that goes from, you know, social media, search engine, 
you know, that, that bridges the gap between the two um, that, you know, is attracting new business. You know, you, you need to be constantly, um, you know, marketing, branding, advertising your practice, as well as keeping your, you know, current client base um, informed, you know, so I think that having a system that does both of those, as opposed to just taking, you know, a stab here or a stab there, um, because you know, you need to be doing it, I think is something um, really important that that, you know, businesses and especially dentists um, need to be doing. Yeah, well, and, and I think system is so key there. And, and many people don't actually know what system stands for. Do you know what system stands for? And it's okay if you don't, because many don't. people have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure if I have the, the Merriam-Webster uh, 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 definition on hand, but... <laughs> so system actually stands for it saves you stress, time, energy, and money. That's like that. what systems do, right? Saves you stress, time, energy, and money. And so, so when you talk about a marketing system, Austin, what are some of those components in a marketing system, right? What are the things that the doctor should be thinking about if they're doing a little checklist, like, what are the basics of this system that you're talking about? I like, um, you know, two of the big strategies that, that off the top of my head are, you know, your organic strategy and your paid strategy. Um, so a lot of businesses, um, you know, are, are saying, oh, I need to be on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, you know, now TikTok, Snapchat, you know, the whole the whole enchilada, but I think that, you know, for, for dentists, it's, it is predominantly Facebook. It's starting to be Instagram. You have a lot of, especially with, uh, you know, the, the, the younger crowd coming up, um, you know, really leaning into Instagram, doing a really good job with that platform. Um, I think that, you know, one of the first things that comes to mind is the organic strategy of consistently putting out organic content. Um, and what that does is that allows you to one, like I mentioned before, that allows you to keep your current patient base informed. Hey, you know, this is what we're doing in the office. This it's, you know, it's Tim's birthday, you know, Tim, the hygienist birthday. It's the front desk person's, you know, anniversary. It's, you know, making it more relatable in terms of your organic content, as well as, um, you know, info, um, you know, there's multiple things that you can do with organic content. And, you know, Facebook is very user friendly platform, Instagram, another one. But I think it's more important that there's consistency in that organic content, because like I said, that allows you to keep your current patient base informed and also attract new people, um, you know, that it allows you to build your brand um, to 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 showcase that to potential new patients. Um, so those are the two things that are one huge advantage of organic content. And another thing is that when you consistently, and, and you can see it on your own Facebooks, when you're posting, you know, some people do, you know, a really good job and they're posting all the time and they're getting, you know, s decent uh, engagement, um, but, you know, maybe not the, amount of engagement that they would like for the time spent putting into that organic content. Hmm. And that's why you also have to be running ads. You know, you think about your, especially social media, social media, um, you know, Facebook, you know, the, these 
Titans, predominantly Facebook, they got to get they got to get their piece of the pie. So when they when you when you have a business page, the algorithm's going to treat your page differently than it is a personal page. You know, a personal page might be able to get more uh, organic exposure than a business page hmm. because they are going to want they want you once you're once you're a business page, it's you're in a pay to play you know, type of space with other dentists, other businesses that are competing for eyeballs. Um, so, you know, organic content allows you to keep your current patient base informed, build your brand, but also better target your ads. When you are putting out consistent organic content, even if it's a few new people per week, a few new people per day that's seeing your content, that's new data coming in that allows you to better target your your advertising and yeah. and consistently reach the people that you know are interested um in in your practice or you know intrigued by your newest um you know invisalign video or whatever it may be um and then also you know the 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 marrying of organic and paid ads is is really crucial to to dent dental practices Okay. Now, now I actually want to stop for, for a moment because you've been using some terms. You've been talking about organic versus paid traffic. And, mm -hmm. and maybe a lot of our dentists are thinking, yeah, organic. What, what aisle in my grocery store do I pick that <laughs> up in, right? What is organic traffic? What is paid traffic? What, what do those terms mean? Certainly, certainly. So organic content is just putting, you know, uh, regular posts, you know, your regular posts to Instagram, to social media platforms that don't have any ad spend behind them. Um, paid traffic is obviously, you know, paying for paying for that traffic. Um, so, you know, there's I, I think that, like I said, having the 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 combination of the two is really what allows you to, um, you know, get I, you know, meet people when they're looking for, uh, you know, high value dental services. And like I said, also organic content. Um, you know, building your brand, keeping current, you know, regular posts, you know, posting about, like I said, you know, Tim, the hygienist's birthday, you know, Mary, the hygienist's anniversary, you know, front desk, John, uh, you know, his just got a new dog, whatever it may be. It allows you to um, connect with people, you know, because that's the people and the businesses that are successful on social media and in their marketing in general. Um, you know, they, they create a system, like we said, and they have, you know, really, really well done content, um, you know, high production value content, you know, maybe that's more on the ad side. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, even selfie videos that, you know, of the doctor talking about something, you know, he was excited about that day. Um, I think that that's, also a very undervalued, um, you know, part of social media. So you don't always have to be super refined. Um, hmm. You know, I think that that's something that, you know, when you're putting out organic, you know, regular posts, you can be, you know, you can be candid, you can be, you know. So, so what, right. So, so the organic posts are kind of the free ones, right. I can, I can do them from my phone. I can take that selfie. I can, you know, maybe interview someone in my office or, you know, make that silly dance video, whatever it may be, right. You're not necessarily paying to have that promoted. Whereas there's the paid traffic where you're actually running online ads, whether they're Google ads or Facebook ads or Yelp ads. And so that's kind of the differentiation there then is right. It's, 
It's things that don't cost me anything to make versus things I'm paying to promote. Spot on, spot okay. on. Gotcha. Now, what makes a good organic post, right? I mean, should it be me with my cell phone running around my office? How do you create that engaging content? And should the doctor be doing it? Does it make sense to have a marketing company doing it? How do we get this stuff out there, Austin? Yeah, I think it really depends. Like, I think that creating the culture within your dental practice that um, marketing has to be at the forefront. Um, you know, and, and I think that the businesses that create that culture and really lean into that and, and, you know, myself, my personal social media is skimp and I haven't really been on it very much. And, you know, I, you know, a lot of people try to make a concerted effort to stay off that, but in terms of business, it's, it's a different, it, you know, it's a, it's a different ball game now. Um, I think that the, the dental practices, the businesses with ambitions to grow, um, really need to lean into these tools that, you know, can facilitate that growth. Um, so yeah, in terms of type of content, I think that educating content, you know, that, that, um, content that educates, you know, talks about certain procedures, certain what to expect, um, you know, definitely educating people about your practice and, you know, what sets you apart, um, what, uh, you know, the technology that you have in your office is a great one. You know, why we, we have this one type of technology that, you know, Joe Schmo down the road doesn't have. Um, I think that that's great. I think that, you know, there's infographics of, you know, why dentistry is important, why going to the dentist is important. Then there are those, you know, selfie videos. There's, you know, pictures of your office dressed up for Halloween. Hmm. Um, you know, I think a, a healthy balance of, you know, informative, educational, and then also, you know, the, the you know, with dentistry, you know, it's, it's a doctor's office. You want to, and what social media allows you to do is make people comfortable going into your doctor's office before they even get there. And mm -hmm. I think that that's a huge asset um, that, a, you know, social media more than search engine affords you the ability to do. You know, it's fun. It's welcoming. It's safe. It's, you know, whatever your core values are, you can portray that through social media. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, like I said, the, the, the having your entire team being on board, you know, with your marketing and advertising, um, you know, makes it that much easier to get those little, you know, it doesn't have to be, like I said, it doesn't have to be a, you know, you can, you can bring in a videographer, you can bring in a photographer to get those high value, high production value pieces of content that I think are absolutely integral. But, you know, if, if someone has, you know, a break or this or that, you know, incentivizing them or creating the culture that allows mm. that, that, that gets them to, you know, snap those little pictures here and there, I think is really helpful to, a, you know, a dental practice owner. Excellent. Well, I, I love what you said in, in terms of just creating that culture in your office, right? If you're creating a culture where, where people are sharing content, creating content, it just becomes part of the natural workday, doesn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Excellent. So, so, right. So, so we, we get our organic content. Maybe we start doing some, some paid content. You know, what role does a company like you play in helping doctors do this well? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, 
um, you know, what we do well is one, we have, we are someone who, uh, you know, a, a practice owner can lean on in terms of all the questions that they might have. You know, is my money better spent here? Is my men money better spent here? What do you think about implementing this on my website? Um, you know, am I better off, you know, doing, you know, doing a giveaway, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I think that um, because of an extensive marketing background and, you know, working with dental patients, I mean, dental practices, um, we're seeing what other practices are doing. We're seeing what's working well, what's not working well. Um, so, and then also being able to implement a, a plan. So if they ha- are saying, you know, I have this much to spend, you know, what can, what can I do? What can mm. I expect? Um, and that's a huge thing. Uh, a difficulty actually is setting expectations. Um, you know, having them saying, oh, I'm, I'm, and usually when they say I have this fixed budget, it's, it's because, you know, they're anticipating potentially flushing, flushing that down the drain, you know, that, that they've worked with, you know, dental marketing agencies or marketing agencies in the past. And it doesn't necessarily correlate to new business. It's just something that they know that they have to do. Um, so, you know, we try to create a plan um, based on, you know, what their budget may, might be, um, you know, a plan that is, you know, that system that we were talking about earlier that, you know, is spans across multiple platforms, um, as well as, you know, managing those expectations of saying, you know, you, you can't expect that, you know, this budget is going to equate to, you know, this many new implant patients. So really, you know, the educational process of, you know, what we do is, is relatively, you know, is, is one of the harder parts of our job because, you know, with the industry, there are a lot of, you know, sometimes with marketing, there's a, there's a low barrier to entry, you know, so, so we might be competing against somebody who, you know, doesn't necessarily know what they're doing. It's a family friend. It's a whatever, you know, it's a situation like that. So they got, they were able to, you know, work for a dentistry and, you know, but what they're doing, if it's, you know, posting on social media or helping them facilitate that or, you know, whatever it may be, it's not necessarily equating to to new patients. So, you know, I would definitely say that the educational process, you know, implementing, you know, finding out a plan, implementing a system and also kind of managing the expectations of, you know, what makes sense for them, what they're looking to do and everything like that. Interesting. All right. Well, you know, and you started talking about budgeting for, for marketing, right? How much should a dentist spend on marketing, right? Many CPAs, consultants, right? They'll, they'll recommend that the doctor just spends a, a percentage of their revenues on marketing, right? Uh, is that how you go about it? Or, or what do you see really working when it comes to setting that marketing budget for your practice? Yeah. So I think that that's a really tough one. And um, I think that going back to just what I said, I think it really depends on, you know, their goals, their expectations, you know, if they are content with their customer, with their, with their patient base, if they, you know, are, are, you know, not necessarily trying to grow. And obviously that's very intuitive. They would know I'm not, you know, I don't really need to spend this much on my, on my marketing. And, you know, I'm fine with just paying somebody to, to post on my, you know, social media a couple times a week. Whereas, you know, there are other dental practices that are, you know, 
ambitious in their in their you know growth goals. Um, so there is you know we have packages built out um, that you know include you know the the services that we think are most beneficial to um, to dental practices and at a price point that you know makes a lot of sense for, for obviously from our costs from you know time spent of implementation everything like that. Um, but also I really think it comes down to, you know, what their goals are and if they want to hit, you know, X amount of new patient revenue this year, then I can kind of back engineer that and say, okay, you know, if you're looking for, you know, you offer implant services or you offer Invisalign services, or, you know, you're just looking for, you know, to increase your hygiene recall, or, you know, you're trying to just, you know, get exposure. I think that, you know, kind of back engineering what their goals are. And then, um, you know, it, because the way I look at it as, you know, I don't think we're trying to operate as we want to work with every single dental practice in the, in the, in the country. It's not a software. It's something that we want to work with, you know, people that have ambitions to grow, you know, that are goal oriented. Um, and so it's, it's almost like a partnership. So if I have these packages built out that make a lot of sense that are proven, um, that generate new patients, but also if they have different goals that don't necessarily perfectly align with those packages that we have, we can say, okay, your goals are this, um, we need to spend this much to reach those goals. Um, so, you know, I think that that's, you know, there's a, there's a, a kind of a give and take of, you know, what their goals are, what our pricing is and everything like that. It's, it's not always just, you know, a commodity. It's not just you, you, you pay us this and you get this. Yeah. So, um, so it's something that we're working very hard on getting a, you know, an increasing understanding of, um, but also, you know, having the, the dental practices that we, we work with, you know, going in with the idea that, this is a partnership type, uh, you know, type relationship. Okay. So, right, for the, for the doctors that maybe have a marketing company or even don't have a marketing company right now or are thinking about implementing some kind of a, a marketing strategy, how do you know if your marketing company is doing a, a good job, right? How do, I, how do I know as the doctor if the people I'm with are, are actually doing what they say they're going to be doing? How do I know if it's worth spending the, the money on? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I think that you know, and an easy one, um, you know, a, a couple metrics that I know, you know, dentists use is, is the phone ringing, you know, that's, that's a big one. And then, um, you know, I think just Googling yourself, you know, seeing that, you know, I'm not coming up here, I'm not coming up here. Um, you know, maybe I, I, my team is not doing a great job. Um, but I also think that, you know, a marketing team, there's, there's a difference between, or there's more competition now in terms of being quantitatively driven, um, which is something that, you know, in our business, we're very focused on trying to get an in-depth understanding of, you know, all the metrics that are important to a dental practice, case acceptance, you know, retention rates, um, you know, what your cost per clicks are on ads, you know, customer, uh, patient acquisition costs, all these types of metrics. I think that, you know, even if, um, you know, your marketing 
agency or company is not you know, tangibly making an effect on, on some of those. I think just the fact that uh, being cognizant of those types of, of metrics um, is, is really important. So being transparent in terms of um, reporting as well. I think that that's a huge one that, you know, if, if you think that, you know, if you paid for, you know, lead generation, um, there's, a, there's a big difference between paying for lead generation or paying for ads or paying for, um, you know, something along those lines than paying for somebody, like we said, just to be posting on your social media. But if you think and, and the expectations that the, the practice owner has is I'm paying to a, a marketing company to get new patients in the door, I think that, that I think that the marketing company has an obligation for that to come with, um, you know, in-depth or relatively in-depth reporting. I think that that's something. Go ahead. So, so, so it really sounds like kind of the way you know your marketing company is doing a good job is is through clear communication. You've set some upfront expectations, and you're saying, "What are you going to do for me?" And then you can quantitatively measure: Did you do these things or not? Yeah, spot on, spot on. Okay, excellent. Now, I, I want to talk a little bit about funnels. So, I I love funnels, and once again, you know, I'm not talking about funnel cakes, not talking about spider okay. funnels. We're talking about marketing funnels. What the heck is a marketing funnel and why does it matter to, to you as a dentist out there? Why should dentists be excited about funnels? Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm a big, big Russell Brunson uh, fan myself, but um, I think that, you know, funnels from a, uh, from a, from a marketing standpoint is like a, a tool in our arsenal. Um, and and when, when we think about going into a dental practice um, to, to analyze their marketing, there are, uh, you know, oftentimes, you know, I see, unfortunately, webs, uh, you know, some dental practices being locked into contracts with their websites. So we have to say, okay, you know, it's, it's not going to be beneficial for our conversion rates of our ads to send traffic to uh, this page of their website because I'm not confident in this page's ability to convert that traffic. And what funnels do is, um, you know, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a website that, that is, you know, relatively subpar, but what a funnel does is it condenses a message. And so if you have a, if you're, if, if we've, you know, gone through what your goals are and you want to increase the amount of Invisalign patients you have, if you want to increase the amount of implant patients you have, a specific campaign should be built out based on your marketing goals. Hmm. So when, you know, if we're running an implant uh, ad on Google, on Facebook, when they click that ad, uh, it should take them to a landing page or marketing funnel that conveys exactly the points that you're trying to make based around the what you what you want that uh, person or traffic to do. So if you want them to fill out, you know, I am interested in Invisalign, I am interested in implants, I am interested in, you know, a, a cleaning or you know whatever my a child cleaning, whatever it may be that the jargon, the copy, the um, everything has a clear message that what mm. you want them to do and that, th that, it's, that, that there's no other places for them to click to. So with a website, 
you know, you think about it, it sometimes and, and websites are getting very good in terms of, you know, uh, um, you know, congruency or conciseness. But what a funnel does is it's in, in, in extremely concise in terms of the messaging surrounding your campaign's goal. And there's no other places for them to click. There's no services. There's no other services. There's no, you know, about us. It's one streamlined page that says, you know, this is this is uh, this is what Invisalign is. Do you do you want to? Uh, do, would you like to learn more? Please fill out the information. And then if they don't, you have a little bit more information. Okay, here is the doctor who has done Invisalign. Do you want to, uh, you know, learn more about it? Fill out information here. If not, there's a little bit more information and a little bit more. But it's one page that is with one goal in mind is to convert that person on that page hmm. based on what your goal is for that person. Um, so I think that that's something that in terms of, you know, especially dental practices that are that are investing a lot in their marketing. I think that landing pages just increases the conversion rates of your of your uh, advertising mm. campaigns. So, so this really goes back to just how everything online is connected, doesn't it? Oh, certainly, certainly it is. And, and, and really, like you said, that system. Yeah, because what I hear you saying is right. If you know, I as a dentist, if I want to get more implant patients, and you start running implant ads on Facebook, when someone follows that implant ad, it shouldn't necessarily go to my main homepage where they've got all these services and products because this patient has already in indicated, hey, I'm interested in implants. And so really the page it should take them to isn't about you know ortho, it's certainly not gonna be about you know whitening teeth, it's not gonna be about sleep apnea, you wanna take them to a page on implants, right? So that So the customer journey is really mapped out and guided and so that you lead them to do one thing, which is pick up the phone and call your office. Exactly, exactly. And, and the other benefit I think of funnels is that you can automate the follow-up. Um, that's a huge advantage of um, you know in in an, in an, in a time where people are being bombarded with you know emails and texts and this and that. Um, the the distractions are very high, and you want to make sure that if you get a lead. That they're being followed up with immediately. They that 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 your your office is is reaching out to them almost you know personally. So when they fill out an interest in in implants um, and they fill out that lead, you can be emailed. You can be notified. Hey, you know someone is is interested in an implant consultation, and also the lead be uh, be notified. Hey, you know, your you know, schedule your new implant consultation at a time that makes sense for you, or you know, here's a time exactly like you said, call us right now. But some type of follow up is a huge advantage of uh, of funnels as well. Yeah. So the doctors that you've been able to work with and implement these funnels and marketing systems for, what are some of the results that you've been able to see and achieve for the the doctors that you're working with? Yeah, I mean, you're you're just able to stretch their marketing budget further. And that's really what it comes down to. It's, you know, if I can do more, you know, if I can do more than what is expected or, you know, manage expectations and deliver on those expectations, um, I think that that is sometimes refreshing uh, for for dental practices to, to, to see that they're, you know, that money spent in these types of campaigns can actually, 
you know, equate to new patients coming in the door. So, you know, implant patients, membership plans is another really big one that, uh, that mm. I know um, a, a lot of dentistries and a lot of people benefit from. Um, so, you know, increasing the conversion rates, lead gener you know, generating more patients for these dental practices, obviously, like we kind of circling back all the way to the beginning, you know, it's predicated on if they have an organic strategy, if they have everything is tied together, that makes the lead generation, you know, part of the, the puzzle, you know, that much easier to execute on. Um, but even as a standalone service, you know, lead generation is something that, um, you know, it's going to get new patients in the door. And that's something that we have really, you know, been able to, to see a lot of su success in and, you know, are really setting out to, to replicate that. Yeah. Well, now, now kind of the neat thing about what you do, Austin, is not only are you in the trenches doing this for your clients, but you're doing it for yourself, too, as a, a fellow business owner of, of, you know, known marketing, known dental. And so, you know, I, I love to just kind of pick your brain, talk about some of the inspiration, what makes you tick as a business owner, because I know these are lessons that the doctors can benefit from also. And so would you mind sharing with us maybe one or two things that you're working on right now that you're really passionate about and that are, that our audience would care about also? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can attest to, you know, maybe not, uh, you know, a dental, a dental practice. I know they have quite a lot on their hands, but I can certainly attest to, you know, being, um, you know, owning a business and feeling like you're, you know, overwhelmed, scared, nervous, don't know what to do next, don't know who to hire, who's my next hire, where, you know, so the, the confusion sometimes of, you know, the, the entrepreneurial world is, you know, I can, I can certainly, uh, you know, empathize with, but for, for what we're doing right now, um, I would say the one thing that we started working on that I'm really excited about is, uh, as, as a dental marketing course. Um, so I think that that's something that, you know, can work really well alongside what we're currently doing. So, you know, packaging up every single aspect of their marketing um, in a well thought out, well conveyed course that, you know, maybe they're not ready to, to take the step to, to spend the amount to generate new implant patients, but, you know, they just want a better understanding of the entire process, you know, excuse me, what we're, what we're talking about now just you know drawn out even more um you know in very in, in great great detail so you know having that as you know okay you're not ready to to you know hire us or but you know try you can educate your staff or you know like we talked about earlier making sure that your current marketing team is doing the things necessary to, to get you the results that you're looking for. Um, so I think that's something that, you know, uh, something that we're really excited to, to, uh, to launch. Um, it's going to take a lot of work, but we're, we're definitely excited about it. Absolutely. So, right. As you, as you work with a lot of successful doctors out there and, and even yourself, do you think there's some sort of a pattern or a formula to really becoming a successful dental entrepreneur or successful dentist, right? What, what are the patterns or, or formulas that you, you really see working? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. I think that, um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is just constantly educating yourself. I think that, you know, not being stagnant, you know, not settling, 
Um, I think that there's really, you know, in life, there's something to be said for, you know, constantly pushing forward constantly. Um, you know, the, the worst thing is, you know, what you don't know. Um, so, you know, going to in our business, um, you know, in dental, in, in marketing, you know, just the marketing side, there's always stuff to learn. And then, you know, on the dental side, being able to marry, you know, marketing and a, a greater understanding of dental, there's more than I can do there. Um, you know, in business, you know, what, how do I succeed in business? You know, what are the best, who do I need to interact with? So I think that, you know, I'm not sure if there's a formula, but I think that one thing that will certainly put you ahead of someone else is constantly educating yourself. Okay. Now running a, a business, it can be a little scary at times. And, and I know in my life, I certainly have fear pop in before big meetings or sometimes before a big project, right? Fear is, is, is part of running a business. And so how do you manage fear all the time? And what are you most afraid of in your business? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question too. Um, you know, I, I think that there's the natural fears that come along with being, you know, an entrepreneur and, and, you know, that, staking, you know, yourself and, you know, and putting yourself out there. And, you know, I, I, you know, you think about dentistry, it's, you know, it might be a little different from my particular business. Um, but I think that there's, like I said, the, the natural fears of, man, am I doing this right? Or, you know, where do I go from here? Or did I make the right decision? You know, the things that I think, you know, those, Oh crap moments in the middle, you know, when you're trying to go to sleep at night and you're just like, Oh my gosh, I forgot to do, you know, X or, you know, should I have said that thing? You know, I could have said that better or, you know, those little things, but in terms of big fears, um, you know, I know that being a entrepreneur and so my, my dad is a, uh, is a financial advisor. So in finance, um, there's, you know, you think about like the fiduciary duty of a financial advisor and, you know, there, there used to be obviously problems in the, in the finance world of being able to, you know, kind of swoon people into probably buying things they shouldn't be buying. Um, so I think that one of my fears is that I became too salesy and sometimes there was, there's a fine line between, mm -hmm. You know, you, you need to close a deal and, but you also have an obligation to, you know, do what's best. And I think that, you know, as a, as a young, uh, you know, up and coming first starting entrepreneur, um, there were times that I was in over my head and potentially I, you know, closed deals that I shouldn't have closed because I didn't necessarily know how to execute what, what they were asking me to do. And it was just kind of a, you know, you jump off the, the cliff and, you know, you build the parachute on the way down. Um, I knew more than they did. So um, I think that, you know, with time, I, you know, started to understand the difference between or my fiduciary duty of, you know, that it is an educational process that I have to always do what's best um, for the client. And, you know, make sure that, you know, that I'm not, you know, being, uh, like I said, too salesy 
but doing always doing what's best. I think that that's, that was something that it took me a long time um, to distinguish between the, you know, the consultant side and the sales side. Okay. Interesting. And then, right. You know, just as you kind of, you know, think about, you know, where you are, where you're going, where you've been, what is, what's been some of the inspiration that's helped you move through your journey? What's been your, your biggest source of inspiration for you? Yeah. I mean, I'll go back to it. I think, um, you know, my, my dad has always been someone who, um, you know, I've looked up to financial advisor, you know, I'm, I'm 29 now. And by 29, he had, you know, two kids and, um, you know, a, 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 finan- a, a, a good financial advising job. And, you know, I didn't choose the same path as him. Um, but he's always his work ethic, um, you know, that same fiduciary duty of I remember uh, when the when the Wolf of Wall Street came out, mm-hmm. that uh, that he was just, you know, knew obviously of the, the whole, you know, incident, I guess you could say, um, and I being, you know, I can't, it was five, six, seven, you know, probably more than that years ago that it came out. And it was, you know, obviously an entertaining movie. And, you know, I, I was like, have you, have you heard of him? And he was just disgusted, you know, in terms of the whole thing. And because I think his moral compass um, has always just been so, um, so strong. And that's something that, you know, exactly what I was saying about fears that, you know, you think about sales and you think about consulting, you think about maybe doing a sale when, you know, it's maybe not the bad, you know, right for the client or whatever it may be. Um, but so always thinking about him and his, um, you know, professional career and what he's been able to do all while having a family, all while being, you know, very, um, you know, pivotal in, in, in my community in, uh, in Maryland, he's always somebody who, um, you know, when the, when the, the, in the thick of it, I always kind of think about, you know, what he's done and, you know, I can probably, probably keep going. Yeah. Oh, that, that's excellent. Thank you for, for sharing those insights into your business. And I, and as we wrap up here, right, you've, you've given us so much to, to think about Austin from just how everything's connected online to what does our presence look like to just, you know, really diving into, to talking about even marketing budgets and how do we set those things. And, you know, a lot of times this can be so overwhelming for a doctor, right? If you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, I've got a plate full of stuff to do. So, so how can a doctor get started, you know, really profitably marketing their dental practice, but in an easy way, right? What's the first thing they can do to get started? Yeah. Um, I think like I alluded earlier, I think, you know, one thing is Googling yourself, you know, get an understanding, think about, you know, every, every interaction that you could possibly have with someone online. So, you know, your social media, you know, your Google My Business, um, your website, you know, making sure that all of that is, uh, you know, structured in a way that, you know, one, you can be found, you know, which is obviously an, an important part of it. And two, conveys, you know, the, the, the type of dental practice or the type of doctor or the, you know, type of business that you want to be and streamlines the process um, into, you know, converting or generating or, you know, uh, 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 you know, leading people where they want to get to exactly like we were saying the landing pages, you know, so if you're, if you're running an ad on social media, making sure that, you know, they're landing on the right page, um, you know, that it is that system. So, you know, 
the, the reviews is another huge one. So, you know, that you have, you know, your reviews, your website, your social media, your search engine, all of that is, you know, one, you're, you're coming up at the top, um, you know, especially in, in, in search engines, um, social media, you're conveying the type of brand that you want to be. Um, and, you know, you're making it as easy as possible for people to, you know, hire you as their doctor. You know, that's the, the ultimate goal. Okay. Right. And that's something you can do no matter what your practice is, right? It's been five, 10 minutes, just kind of tracing yourself out online and, and you can help doctors out with this too, right? You offer, I believe it's a, a complimentary website audit and, and, and marketing guide, right? Tell me yeah. a little bit about your marketing guide. Tell me what's involved in the, the marketing audit. What, what's in the guide that you offer and how can we get a hold of this? Yeah. So the, the guide that, um, that we've put together, it's, you know, a, a 40 to 50, you know, page, uh, a guide that, you know, kind of goes through that system. So, you know, you think about your social media, you think about your search engine, you think about the, the funnel, you know, the funnels, you think about your email marketing. Um, so it's kind of hitting on all of the facets of your marketing, um, kind of how to think about them a little bit better um, in terms of implementing those, um, you know, some results that we've had in the past. Um, so it's, it's really, I think that's, you know, it's not quite the course that we want to put together, but I think that they can get, uh, you know, a lot of value um, with that. And, you know, in terms of uh, the marketing audit, what we're offering, you know, your listeners is it encompasses, you know, those exact same things, their website, their SEO, their advertising, their listings, their reviews, um, taking into account their almost entire social presence and giving them a grade on each of those. So we run it through our software and, you know, it'll analyze all of the facets and say, hey, you know, you're doing well here, you're not doing well here. And I think that that is so crucial to um, one, you know, the time, you know, that it can get you quicker to knowing, you know, where you're doing well, where you're not. Um, and to exactly that, knowing like, okay, this is exactly where I need to improve or, you know, it's everywhere where I need to improve or, you know, I don't really care that much about this, but I do care about this. Just having an understanding, um, I think is really, really important for dental practices and businesses in general of their, their marketing. Okay. Excellent. How, how can we get a hold of this marketing guide? How can we take advantage of this, this audit that you'll do for us? Yeah. So, I mean, really it, it's whatever is easiest for your listeners. We have the ability to, um, for them to, to, um, uh, uh, schedule a consultation with us and we will give them a, um, uh, uh, with all consultations, we do this marketing audit for them and they can go to knowndental.com, um, and, and do it there, uh, schedule a call with us. And, and like I said, we will have that marketing audit for them. Um, and then in terms of the, uh, the, the, marketing plan. Um, I think that that's something that they would probably email me. You know, we don't want to have that out in the, the sphere of things. Um, yeah. So, you know, if they wanted to email me or get connected with me, I think that that would be the best way for them to get uh, get a hold of that. Okay. What's a good email to reach you at, Austin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team at knownbold.com. All right. And actually, I'm going to put a, a link right now to Known Dental yes. in the chat. So everyone has that. And yeah, right on the front, it says book a free consultation. And that's yep. how they can they can get that uh, audit done. Correct? Yep, absolutely. All right. So I will put that in the chat for everyone to have access to. So any closing thoughts here before we we sign off, Austin? 
Um, you know, I think we covered a, a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I'm very, very grateful to, to have this opportunity and, you know, to, um, you know, be able to hopefully give your listeners some, some value. Um, you know, I understand that, you know, with all areas of business, it can be, you know, a, a lot to, to digest. Um, so, you know, hopefully they could take a, at least a little nugget away from, uh, away from today. Yeah. So, hey, thank you for sharing so generously with with everyone here today. Really appreciate that. And and for those of you listening, right, we don't do this to entertain you. We don't do this to, you know, give you something to listen to on your drive to and for, from work. We do it because we want you to take action because you got to take action on these strategies. Otherwise, you just wasted 48 minutes listening to us <laughs> ramble about nothing. you got to take action. And I don't want any of you to be wasting time, right? I want you to build that amazing life of significance. I want you to do it quicker and with less effort than ever before so that you can take care of the people you love, support the causes you care about, and really change the world for the better. But to do that, you got to take action. So I'd encourage you, go Google yourself, take Austin up on the, this marketing audit. Worst thing is you're going to walk away with a little bit more insight, a little bit more knowledge about your practice, and your practice is everything in your life. So thank you for tuning in, Austin. Thank you again for sharing so generously with us. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it again. And we'll see you all again soon on Dental Wealth Nation. You've been listening to Dental Wealth Nation. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Join us next time as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families and help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love. Until next time, make sure to hit the website at dentalwealthnation.com.